everyone, and welcome to the One Bad Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Irie Carlson. This is the go-to podcast for microhabits. The goal of this podcast is to show you how to create long-lasting change by creating to-dos you can actually achieve. This is the key that can transform your life. Each episode will help pave a strong foundation so you can begin your journey to building a happier and healthier life mentally, physically, and emotionally. It's time to take away the pressure of being perfect and to replace it with the tools that will love and support the incredible person you are and becoming. everyone and welcome back to the One Bad Habit podcast. Today's episode will be a habits mini-sode and as you know these mini-sodes, I can never say it, these mini-sodes happen every other episode. I feel like I actually have never stated the definition of a mini-sode so I thought that I would give that definition today to give you guys some background. Each mini-sode will discuss bite-sized habit facts to break down different key elements or talking points about habits or really breaking down any tools that you can use of your choosing. If you feel inspired, if you feel lit up by it, you can add that into your practice to make a habit. And all of these tools and these little mini-sodes will reveal how you can make change easy for you. So you can shift from overwhelmed into introspection. And what we'll ask over and over and over again in these episodes is what works for you. Because at the center of everything is you and all of these answers are inside of you. And that's what we'll really discuss today is that the biggest tool that you have is yourself. This means that your opinion matters, what you feel matters, what you like and don't like matters. Change is a very personal experience and that means finding your patterning for change will be unique to you. So each of these episodes, we will have these tools and these mindset shifts that you can use on your journey. Today we'll be talking about how we can challenge our thoughts and rewrite our narrative and shift into, like I said before, from overwhelmed into introspection. And I'll be going over two tools today that will be helpful. One of them is something that I go back to time and time again when I feel like I'm in a rut or I feel stuck or I don't know what to do or I'm having my own mental spiral. I will always go back to this tool. It's not something that I do all the time. It's just kind of not when I'm in crisis mode, but just when you're having those days where your mind just won't stop running through the the dumbest, you know, worst thoughts that we can have about ourselves because we all are our own worst inner critic. And also we are human. We can't, you know, never have insecurities. And so This is a tool that I personally use to help me kind of rewrite those insecurities. And I called it Rewrite Your Narrative and Challenge Your Thoughts. And then once we go through that one, I'll go through another tool that is newer that I'm kind of experimenting with. I was going to wait, but then I thought, "Ah, I'll share it with you guys and you guys can play around with it. So the Rewrite Your Narrative and Challenge Your Thoughts method was actually something that I got from the podcast Primal Potential by Elizabeth Benton. And so this is something that I've been using since I started my One Bad Habit at a Time Instagram account. 
when back in the day I used to pick weekly challenges each week. And for one of the weeks, I decided, okay, like Elizabeth Benton, she spoke about how she used this to help shift her mindset, but I kind of took it and I ran with it to make it a written exercise. And this has personally helped me so much, especially with body image issues and building better food relationships, because at that time I was really focused on physical and I would get really in my head about my body and my relationship with food. And I didn't feel like I had control over either of those things. And I wanted to have a healthy relationship with my body and to see everything out of a lens of love and know that I have all the power and that I am in control and all the power is within me. And my beauty standard and, you know, whatever food standards there were in stigmas, that's something that I have power over and I can rework and make how I view my body and how I eat a very empowering experience for myself instead of one that caused me stress. So for one week is how I started this. I was like, each day I'm going to do this exercise. I'm going to rewrite my narrative and every day I'm going to challenge my thoughts or challenge my negative thoughts to be very specific. I did this for one solid week because at that point in time, each week I would pick a new challenge. So this was my specific challenge for that week. And every single day I was going to write down all of my negative thoughts and then I would counter it with a statement that allowed grace is encouraging and something that I would say to a friend. Because what I really wanted to do was to rewire my mindset and bring awareness to these thoughts that were detrimental. And I wanted to learn how to be a friend to myself. That will be really the key takeaway today is how can we learn to be friends with ourselves and not be our own oppressors? And so at the end of each day, and you can kind of play around with this, sometimes throughout the day, I would write down my negative thoughts or at the end of the day, if I was having like a lot of different thoughts or there seemed to be a theme, I would write all of those thoughts out at the end of the day. And then I would go through each one and write that counter statement. The counter statement is important. And I think there's like a little bit of a formula or science to it because we want to say things that we believe, things that are realistic and also show that what we're working towards and put in a reminder of our worth. That's why it goes back to is something you'd say to a friend. If a friend is you know, shitting on themselves, being down on themselves. And you're looking at them like, how could they even say this? They're beautiful. They're so smart. I love them so much. I, I admire them. You would say something that would encourage them, that would uplift them because you see their value. But it's hard for us to see our own value. I'm going to give some examples of, because at that time I was going through a lot of food and body stuff. And it's something that I'm consistently work on every day is making sure that if I have that thought, okay, well, let's take a step back. Why are you having that thought? That's really not a true picture of your value and your value is not tied to that when it comes to your food and your body image and wanting to see ourselves out of a lens of love. So here's my first personal example. Let's say I'm having a negative day. And so my thought is, I ate like shit yesterday. I have no control. I suck. To be honest, I did eat like shit yesterday, um, but, you know, it was my friend's birthday. So we went wine tasting, which all these new restaurants. 
say I'm feeling bad about that. And I write down my self-doubting thought. I ate like shit yesterday. I have no control. I suck. So a statement that I would say back to myself is, what I eat is not tied to my worth. I love and care for my body, and I am actively working towards taking care of myself regularly. Knowing that I didn't love what I ate and that it made me feel bad is a notification for myself to note that for next time, I may not love that meal's choice because I feel sluggish or too full. Now, let's break that down. Number one is we went headfirst into what I eat is not tied to my worth. I'm going to say that again just because I think that is an important message for anyone who struggles with finding a good relationship with food. What you eat is not tied to your worth. It is not. Your worth is intrinsic. And we are always actively trying to figure out ways to care for ourselves. And that's a hard job to do. We are all different. And I feel like, you know, we are ever changing. We're always evolving. And so noting the fact that you put in hard work to figuring that out for yourself on the regular, whatever that is for you, is important. And also making note of why do you feel like shit in the sense of food, really taking a step back and thinking, okay, I didn't love that because that maybe that meal made you feel super bloated. That's something to note. It's not bad that you ate that. That's information. That is data that meal is giving you. Even writing that down, that meal made me feel bloated. What I eat is not tied to my worth. That bloated feeling is just a notification that maybe I don't like that meal or that meal doesn't really make me feel good. And so it's focusing on how the fact that you have the power, you have the choice, and you are learning and knowing, okay, that doesn't make me feel good. So then we shift over to, okay, well, what different things do make me feel good? And that can even open up doors to figuring out food sensitivities, for example, to keep on this food train. And it's building that awareness and it's also making sure you know that it has nothing to do with your worth. If a meal doesn't make you feel great, you just know, okay, this is not the end of the world. I just didn't really like how that meal made me feel. And that's really it. And you're not a piece of shit and you don't suck. And it's not that you don't have control. You have all the power that you need. You just need to be able to see that you have options and that you have choices. And so showing yourself that you have a choice helps us realize our own power, that you get to choose. And so that kind of moves into the next one. And this may be triggering. This has to do with body image. And I don't know a single person that doesn't deal with body image things, especially when our bodies are changing throughout our life as we get older things look different. We can't control that. But trying to learn and figure out, again, how we can look at ourselves through a lens of love, rewire those negative thoughts that may arise, and really loving our body because our body is what gets us through every day of life and is there supporting us. So I chose kind of a harsh negative thought just to make these examples pretty black and white. I think that's helpful instead of making these a little more vague. So example of a body image rewire. 
I look fat and I don't like how I look. How I would rewire that is being heavy is not tied to me being beautiful. I am beautiful no matter my size. Also, my worth is not tied to my size, nor is my worth tied to my beauty. My worth is intrinsic. Every inch, curve, bump is loved, gorgeous, and yummy. My body has gotten me through all the best and worst times of my life, and I appreciate and love her. Thank you, body, for loving me and supporting me. That is something that I often would say to myself. You know, I've had moments, especially like if I'm bloated, it's during my menstrual cycle, or if I start comparing myself to other women, because the the true part is we all don't look alike. There's always going to be someone we think is better. There's always going to be someone that we think is worse. But how can we appreciate where we are? Because no matter if you lose weight or not, if you don't know how to appreciate where you are and love yourself where you are and be present, you're not going to have that tool and that mindset and that lens of love when you get to where you want to be. You won't be able to see it and appreciate it and be excited about it because there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight or get fit. But what's important is loving yourself where you are and being present and learning how to be a friend to yourself and admire yourself and your body. And speaking of body image, I wanted to make a note because both of these topics I think are a little bit triggering. But my note is the people in your life who love you don't love you for your body. They love you for you. Let that sink in. Your worth is not tied to whatever the fuck that you eat. And your worth is not tied to whatever the fuck you look like. You were built perfectly and wonderfully. So how can you be a friend to you? How can you look at yourself through a lens of love? How can we show ourselves the same love that we want and that we give? Through this practice, you can try it for a week. It's something that I honestly highly recommend because you're kind of just writing these little love, like one sentence love letters to yourself. And if food and body image are big topics for you, you can use these statements verbatim. I'll put them in the show notes. You can just go and write this to yourself. Being heavy is not tied to beauty. I am beautiful no matter my size. My worth is not tied to my size. My worth is not tied to my beauty. Every inch curve bump is loved, gorgeous, and yummy. Thank you, body, for loving me. Or, you know, if you struggle with food, I'm going to say it again. What I eat is not tied to my worth. I love and care for myself actively, and I'm working towards taking care of myself actively. Knowing that I didn't like that meal is just a notification that I may not love that meal choice next time because of how it makes me feel. You have choices. The power is all in you and you know the answer. It's just bringing that awareness to how certain things make you feel and trying to mind shift it so you can look at yourself through a lens of love. 
with that being said, I'm going to move into the second exercise because I think this is a great transition into remembering how we feel and the shifting from one state to another. Now, this exercise is something newer that I'm learning and I'm still trying to see how I can make it a habit. Um, but I wanted to share, it requires a bit of intentionality and it's not going to be something that I think is automatic, but it could be a question that you write down to yourself, like on a post-it note, on your mirror with an Expo marker. If you find yourself spiraling sometimes or feeling really upset or overwhelmed or burnt out or stuck in a situation, reading this question may just pull you back a little bit. So you can go back to a time when you did feel good. And I'll say the question soon, but what this tool will help again is you see that the answers are inside of you and that you have that voice within you that's rooting for you. We have so many thoughts throughout the day and I feel like the ones that hold the most weight for us are our negative thoughts. And so how can we shift the weight to give more weight to the positive thoughts that we have about ourselves, the thoughts that are rooting for us, the thoughts that bring us peace, the thoughts that encourage us and tell us the love that we have inside of us. And so this will help shift that weight from the negative thoughts over to the positive thoughts. And this is, you know, a process. And as always, we're starting micro. These are really micro. So for that first exercise, you can try it for five days, Monday through Friday. Try it for five days. Maybe you only write down one negative thought that you had that day and write a counter statement. See how that makes you feel. We are starting small. So if you're using this, start small and then see if it lights you up or if you're over it. Because the thing is, this podcast is a tool from you to take from it what you need. What do you need out of this? What seems exciting out of this? What are you curious about from this? So the second exercise is when you're in that situation, that bad spot, that downward mind spiral, feeling burnt out, unhappy, ask yourself, when was the last moment that I felt joyous, peaceful, um, at ease? I was laughing. I was smiling. What were you doing? Where were you? What were you wearing? Asking this question can just take you back to a time when you were doing something that you love that was bringing you joy and can help bring awareness to the fact that maybe something has changed and your day-to-day -day is a little bit different. Or maybe, you know, you used to do something before daily that brought you peace, but maybe you didn't realize it and you stopped doing it because you didn't have time anymore. And going back to that and remembering when did you feel peace? When did you feel joy? And see that tool that lives inside of you. Taking that and bringing it into the present. And that is so tangible. Like for me, when I remember I was really burnt out at work, I was really stressed. And I realized I used to go on walks in the afternoon. I'd walk around the block with my coworker. I would take a walk to the kitchen. Our kitchen was literally so far away from our desk. And so we would walk and we would chat. And we'd have these small moments in our day that was just a mental break 
from being in the zone and working. And when I asked myself, when did I feel like really joy and balance in my day-to-day and within my career? And that was when I was taking those mental breaks of just walking to the kitchen and talking to a friend. And so it could really be something as simple and small as that of how can I get back to that feeling of balance in my life to help mitigate stress and cultivate more peace. So that is a question that I am experimenting with and trying to keep in my mind's eye to see, okay, what answer is actually living inside of me? What thing did I do in the past that brought me joy? How can I take that thing from the past and bring it into my present and cultivate that joy and that peace once again? Those are just the two tools I wanted to talk about today. I hope this was really helpful. I'm going to end the episode here. Please let me know if you use any of these tools. And if you have any questions whatsoever, you can email me or send me a DM, either one. My socials will be linked below as always. Can't wait to hear your feedback. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, guys. Before we head out, if you leave a review, you'll receive a free guide of the One Bad Habit Find Your Habit Formula 5-Day Focus. It will walk you through how to break down your goals into bite-sized pieces, how to find your habit formula or formula for success, and how we can easily show up each week and take aligned action. This is the method that changed my life and I'm excited to share it for free for a limited time only. So make sure to leave a review, screenshot it, and email it to me at onebadhabitatatime at gmail.com. Again, that's onebadhabitatatime at gmail.com. Thank you so much. See you next time.